Rusty Quill presents. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, to get 20, 20, 20, to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Tonight's broadcast is brought to you by Minerva's Hammered Meat Solution. Let's be honest, there's a serious lack of hammered meat in the world, leading to a lot of hostile and huffy hubbies. Let Minerva's Hammered Meat Solution be your frustration fixer. Hot-headed hands tied up and need your porterhouse pre-hammered? Sometimes you need a helping hammer when the ribeye gets too rambunctious. Let the loving hands of Minerva Solutions hammer your meat for you. And we'll tame that tenderloin with Minerva's Hammered Meat Solution. Save your regrets for tomorrow. Bathed in the pools with Nymphia, 
and bestowed the pathway of petals of pink roses. You've walked barefoot over the shards of lapis lazuli, and now, anointed with the oils of lotus, stand before the goddess Isis, Ascent, Queen of her throne. She, the winged protector. Are you prepared to become a daughter of the cult of Isis? In this, the third alchemist chamber, to uphold the beliefs and standards of the alchemist society and lead the festival, the Vigium Isidis, leading the path to the sea. Temperance Fulcrum, daughter of Cesarin and Agatha, here in the altar of our goddess Isis. Light the sacred myrrh and breathe deeply of the smoke. Let it fill your head and heart. Remove your veil and kneel. And now, as you cast your eyes upon the altar, your offerings of milk and honey and fruits and, of course, salt adorn her chalice. And she is pleased. Save but one place. You see this wide silver platter. It is empty. And it is there that Our Lady awaits your offering. To join the daughters of Isis, you must make a most potent sacrifice. We cannot tell you what it is. Let our Queen Protector come to you. And through the smoke, enter your vision. Only she will tell you. And only you will know. Meditate deeply. Then, you must return here before two nights have passed. and place your offering upon this place. Only then will we know if Isis accepts your offering and anoints you a seer of her chamber. Only then can you tie the sacred knot of Isis. Are you prepared, Temperance? Yes, Father. Then recite the sacred oath. Isis Potentia Magicus, Fratris Sui Protectress, Kui En, Sotende Fetekavalite, Pass through this country. 
not rest. Cooper Honk Terum Luck 2 shade with her lust rabbits at Requiem. Non Hapuit Donic Eum and Variet. K Umbra Pinarum Suarum Prospectic at Flautum. Ore Penarum Sarum Hosset. Nos Godum Boss. Nos Alchemae Sumos. We the Alchemists. Nuntai Putor Elementorum et Bufo Negro. Nos Fili Celine Utamer. His donis ad protegendus et prosperandum extra umbrum. Ego terapantia fulcrum. Policior protoger alchemium secretum divinium. Vm is illuminandum et summonum. Alchemum totum transitionis. Its pathway of illumination. Vm opus magnum. At excessum at corpus et at ad exquendum voluntatum alchemicum to the enactment of the alchemical will. As you walk the streets, if you ever see a penny in a crack in the sidewalk, Walk on by without giving it a second look. Everyone in Selene knows this. But why, you may ask. This is due to a well-known stuck penny curse and the sad story of a woman named Nora. A numismatist is a person who is fascinated with the history of coins and their collection. And Nora was just such a collector. Specifically, the coins of Selene. It started when she was a young girl. Her aunt rewarded her high marks in school with a small book and six silver coins. They were precious to Nora, and she kept them on display, which showed them to any company that visited her parents' home, describing in detail each coin and its features. She took a job in a fish cannery against her mother's wishes and saved her wages to add to her collection, bought glass cases to show them off, and ordered them according to their history as they held on green felt backing. Her collection grew as she was able to trade a decent stock in the coins and to make enough to pursue her collection full-time. She had an optometrist fashion special jeweler's loops where she could see the tiniest of details. She became a consultant for the mint. She collected dyes, hubs, and planchets from very specific runs. She got so good at recognizing details, she was tapped to help in counterfeiting assessment by Needle Street. This made her a target for the criminal element Celine, specifically the Fat Brims, the oversized hat-sporting counterfeiters of the underground Celine. She had made it much harder for the Brims to operate and gave the merchants tools to spot fake coins and bills. The Brims plotted to rid Celine of Nora and placed the rarest coin in all of Celine a rare green Lenny Penny in a crack on Nora's daily route home from the Mint office, just under a street gas lamp in the dead of night, by its street many shadows. Nora spotted the rare penny, looked around to see if anyone noticed, and then dropped her bag to conceal it. She went to work trying to free it. She bent over and pulled it from the crack. The gaslight snuffed, drenching the street in darkness. Nora never seen again. There was one rumor, passed from poker table 
the second story take Divi to the Moonshiner's stills. Lenora's body had turned up underground, sometimes in a vault, sometimes a secret room behind a wine cellar. But someone caught a glimpse of the woman that had crossed the fat brims in the Duncans. Someone had sometime told someone, as the story went, that they spotted Nora splayed open on a table. She'd been hollowed out, skin tanned like cow leather, sewn into a Nora-sized bag, a zipper right down the middle of her belly, handles stitched into her sides, buttons for eyes. No one had seen this directly, of course. Just heard about this transformation into a leather bag filled with the rarest coins of Selene. Nora's face in a wide mouth agape shock, frozen from the sight of the cursed penny, like a warning. Nora's flat was broken into shortly after she disappeared, and the Price's collection had forever been missing. The newsboy Shiner knew very well about the stuck penny curse, and yet, there he was. Butt in the air, hands and feet on the sidewalk, pushing, teeth clenched around a copper penny, jammed into a seam in the concrete. He tried his fingers, he tried kicking at it to no avail and had figured that with his whole strength of arms and legs pushing, he could use his teeth to yank it out like a mule trying to yank a stubborn carrot from the dirt. And it was Maud Minerva, staring at the rip in his short pants as his little butt squirmed in the air, that paused to watch Shiner's efforts. Maud had been taken off her delivery duties and had been asked to help Nurse Henry back to health in his home as he recovered from his stab wounds. He'd nearly bled to death from the device but survived due to some handiwork from some fine doctors. Now he was home, slowly recovering. Millie and Maddie Minerva thought it best for Maud's nerves to help him recover to show that there are dangers in the world, but resilience and care would ultimately prevail. She'd been warned against going anywhere near the Charnel Bridge over the Lethe River. The bridges had been blocked with piles of discarded housewares and decorative items. The sticks were casting off their vanities and pushing them in the way so no uptown traffic could get through. The Duncans were controlling all commerce to the people of the sticks and providing essentials at baseline prices so the workers could thrive without being exploited. Tensions had risen as the ramshackle killings continued. More notes. More victims. The Minerva sisters were worried that one of their own would be next. A starling yanked off the streets. They had warned Ma to stay out of the public and never reveal her identity. But Maud couldn't resist being out on the streets during such an exciting time. She had led a fairly sheltered life with her mother and aunt, spending most of her time in the offices playing with a variety of solutions as toys. There was something exciting about the chain, about watching people snap out of daily routines, push back on other parts of the city. Could there be a riot? Was she actually in danger? She kept riding closer and closer to the Charnel Bridge to see the workers on the other side standing guard with the barricades, the Needle Street constables pacing back and forth on the uptown section of the bridge. They had fight in their eyes. Rumor had it that one of the Needle Street detectives was captured, maimed as a warning, and the Needles wanted blood. Some of the Sticks folks had free passage. Some of the flower girls and newsboys could move uptown to work and then come back across the bridge. Duncans employed most of them as spies, anyhow. And Shiner, the newsboy, was one of them who really travel. And so it was on that morning, they'd stopped in the middle of the bridge, spotted a stuck penny, and abandoned the rest of his day attempting to free it. And Maud 
who had snuck a peek across the bridge when the needles weren't looking, spotted the torn trousers waggling about in the air, or Shiner yanked away. You're going to break your tooth, Maud said. Shiner stopped yanking, but wouldn't unlock his jaw like a bulldog. I think I have a spare penny if you like, Maud offered. Shiner was embarrassed. Oh, it's not the penny, it's the principal, my brother says. I lost a tooth to dumber stuff anyhow, Shiner said. Oh, well, I might have something for that. Let me check my satchel. Maud rummaged through the boxes, looking for something like pliers. Shiner had heard his brothers talk about girls. He never understood them, as he never had much in common. He chatted with plenty of them playing hoop or hopscotch or match girls or flower girls on the day's take. On his stand at the pond, he watched couples courting all the time, buying flowers and whispering sweet things on the benches around Parvum. He himself had never understood what made men act so foolish. But when he saw Maud, in her tight cap and uniform, her dark black hair and nose that looked like a little button, something flushed in his cheeks and made his legs go all tingly. He couldn't tell why, but he felt a slight bit dumber in the moment. His usual wisecracks fluttered away with a feeling in his stomach. He looked at the water, and then the penny in the crack, then took two deep breaths to see if maybe he was lightheaded, stood up too fast or ran out of breath yanking on the penny. But no. Sidewalk? No tingles. Maud? Tingles. Water? No tingles. Maud? Tingles. Oh, that sure is a swell bike. How's it not been stolen? Shiner said, biting his lip and feeling like a complete heel. Maud shot him a look. I look after it fine. She got serious. Hey, listen, he scuffed his toe in the dirt. We can forget about the penny. It was just a dumb joke anyhow. If you say so. I need to get to Mr. Henry's house. He's waiting for me. Oh, I can walk you, Shiner said a little too eagerly. Um, I mean, it's on my way to get my papers from Lantern. I could get you a free paper. You like reading? Maud again sneered at this little stinky fella. No, thank you. Well, now that you mention, I think... Mr. Henry might appreciate it. And what is this? Three of the Teddy Boys, one of the many Duncan's gangs, had come out from the Sticks barricades. They surrounded Maud and Shiner, began to harass Maud, grabbing her bicycle satchel. Give that back, Maud yelled. She scrambled for something in her pocket, but couldn't reach it before the Teddy Boys pinned her wrists. A little, little starling, doing on the Sticks side of the bridge. Naughty, naughty. Shiner had a great rage rise up inside of him from his toes up his back and flush his forehead like nothing he'd felt before. Oh, you let her go and you leave us alone. I know the Duncans. They'll skin you if I tell them. Listen to this little mud frog. He knows the Duncans. Shiner took a swing at one of them. The teddy picked him up, but Shiner bit the inside of his arm good. He dropped them and he stood between them and Maud. Maud was tempted to tell them who she was, but thought better of it eyeing the uptown side of the bridge and wondering if she could make a break for it. No chance without her satchel and bicycle. You want to see the Duncans? We can arrange that. Grab the stalling. Every Duncan has set a good bounty for each one to bring him in. Let me go. As for the mud frog, toss the newsy into the river. Give him a good soak.
been trapped in the attic? Ingested a parasite? Looking for a Lenny Penny? Come bask in the emerald green glow of a strange city lying alone. Join our Patreon for Selena Cleverland, and Minerva might just let you pick her next solution. Join our Patreon, and no one will ever ask you for anything ever again. And again, 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 and again. Hey folks, I'm Mark Marin from the WTF Podcast, and this episode is brought to you by Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues your ally to help tackle your allergy symptoms this season. I love the change of seasons, but nobody loves pollen and all those other things floating in the air that make you sneeze during this nice weather. Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues are hypoallergenic and allergist approved. So fight back against watery eyes and runny noses without worrying about irritating your skin. For this allergy season, grab Kleenex and face allergies head on. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.